Welcome to the Above the Rim Podcast, Episode 7, featuring your honorable host, Justin, a.k.a. Just Blaze. And I got another reoccurring guest this week. I got my boy Dominique, a.k.a. QS, from Episode 1. Where people have spoken <laughs> and they said, man, episode one, that was a great inaugural episode. I love the voice. I love the back and forth y'all were going through. That was the Free Oak episode. Free Oak. Free Oak episode. <laughs> <laughs> when we had to bash those Knicks. I'm finally back, man. I got that 10-day contract. Got that 10-day. <laughs> he got a second 10-day contract. I, I was in the D-League for us. I was like, what happened? I thought I was doing it. <laughs> I gave him a Lance Stevenson. I gave him a second 10-day. I sure did, man. <laughs> so, yeah. So, this is episode 7 Above the Rim Podcast. Also, if you want to be a guest, make sure you email me at justinlee867 at yahoo.com. If you have any choices for the crossover segment, if you want to be a guest, if you want to be featured, just let me know, man. It's the Above the Rim Podcast. So this episode, I wanted to talk about two of the biggest hotheads in the league. Mm, what you got for me? They got some big hotheads in oh, the league, yeah. man. And two of the biggest hotheads in the league is Draymond Green and Boogie Cousins. Agreed. Both of those two are two volatile players. Both of these two have a problem with self-control. They got a problem with keeping their emotions in check on their teams. And both of them are criticized with a lot of scrutiny for their volatile manner or their emotional manner on the team. So do you agree with Draymond and Bookie Cousins being the top two Big, biggest hotheads in the league today. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Their passions run real high. Their passions their, real high. Their passions is real high, man. It can hurt them sometimes. Exactly, exactly. So, speaking of Draymond, let, matter of fact, let's compare and contrast Draymond Green. They're both important players to their respective teams. Very. Intricate pieces. Well, which teams we talking about? Because you know Boogie is on the Pelicans now, and that's okay. not looking so good. I, I still, <laughs> true, true. <laughs> You're right about that. I still think he's an integral piece of that team because they gave up so much to get him. Right. So of course, you know Draymond is one of the main components of the Warriors team, averaging ten points, eight rebounds, seven assists he's the per motor. game. Those are pretty good numbers. Boogie Cousins averaging twenty-seven a game, ten point eight rebounds. 4.7 assists and a block. So those are elite numbers for Boogie Cousins as well on the Kings and the Pelicans. So when you think about both Boogie Cousins and Draymond Green, I think that sometimes their passion could be a little bit overrated at times. Overrated? What you mean? Okay, so let me ask you. Do you think... Actually, let me think. Who is more of a detriment to their team Draymond Green or Boogie Cousins because I feel like both of them hurt their team in different ways do you feel any of them is a detriment to their respective teams I'm gonna tell you like this okay they're, they're both a detriment but the more important player in the fact show is Draymond Green okay. they could have very well have won that championship last year had he not been kung fu fighting out there on the court he sure did <laughs> <laughs> got the technicals, you know, it could have cost them. They could have they could have been back-to-back champs, right? But now. he is known for kicking. This is a problematic issue. Yes, yeah, it is. Something that happened that reoccurs over and over and over it, and it's over. something he needs to get under control, you know, like controlling your emotions. Do you think he can control the kicking? I, I think I think he's more able to control his emotions better than than uh and Boogie Cousins because, okay. and you had an episode about two episodes ago about trash talk yeah I think it's easier to get into Boogie Cousins head than it is than Draymond oh what a great point you could trash talk Boogie Cousins great to point. get him ejected out of the game okay so you think Boogie Cousins can be emotionally or oh, mentally yeah. Oh, yeah. disturbed he, he, he's not, he ain't shown that growth yet Ah, <laughs> so you think he hasn't shown the maturity no. to offset? I think Boogie Man. Cousins can get out of his game easily. You think so? If you trash talk he, he him a little bit much, he got to go to the right. System. Think about it, if you get more. I mean, he is a physical play himself, but right. I feel like if you get just as physical with him, 
he has a tendency to start arguing with the refs. Yeah, that's that's my problem with players. I think he's one of the biggest complainers in the league. Yeah, definitely. The, that makes no sense to Boogie me. Boogie Cousins, I, if you look at he complains about every yeah, single call. That that and look, I mean, I'm not gonna throw no nail. No, go, LeBron, you about to go? Oh, I know you was going no, for LeBron. Oh, going to start with so bitch. <laughs> I know you disrespectful with the bitch. <laughs> Don't Yo, disrespect you know, LeBron. My, my thing with players is, you know, is to like play on, man. Don't don't kill your team by you know sitting there conversating with the ref about a call. You know, like keep playing. I agree. I, I don't like when players do that, man. Like you could get that 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 can mess with the whole team's flow right there. That's true. And that'll get if I was a coach, that'll get you on the bench for for being emotional. Yeah, emotional you, with the refs or the with other players. If you, you know, listen, if you. If you whining about a call and you ain't getting back on defense, I'm putting you on the bench. Ah, okay, I agree with you. So, do you consider that passion? Do you consider it more edge, more toughness, toughness, or stupidity? Because I think that emotion could go many ways. It can be beneficial. It can be a detriment. I like how you brought that up because mm-hmm. I got some names. Okay. That I'm gonna throw out there. Okay. Throw it now, out at me. Now you got you got the edge, right? Yeah. You got Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant had a lot of edge. Kobe Bryant got a lot of edge. A lot of edge. You can't talk him out of his game. Never. You talk to him, he gonna get more zeroed in. He exactly. gonna get focused on the kill. But remember, if you remember Matt Barnes trying to uh, fake the ball oh, at him oh, at the yeah. inbounds, and Kobe didn't even flinch. Didn't, didn't even the Mamba. Flinch. And you know, I didn't. No I, effect. And you already know, I I, I hated Kobe yeah. coming up. Me too. But man, yo, that man. That boy just earned my respect. Oh, yeah, he he... earned it. (sighs) Exactly. So you had to have a lot of edge. Kobe got the edge. And then you got with the, with the, um, with the toughness, mm-hmm. you got Patrick Beverly. Oh, Pat Beverly. I'm a big fan of Pat Beverly. Remember a, the trash talking you know episode? I talked I, about Pat Beverly. I'm still salty about him injuring my man Westbrook because I felt like we could have went a long way that year. He did. But I like Patrick Beverly, man. I like the type of play he is. That's the type of play you need on a championship Listen, type squad. I would take Patrick Beverly on my team. I would definitely take him on my team. Any day of the week. And, you know, he's got that. he's got the toughness that you need. But He's a savage on the ball. Oh, man. I love that about He's him. He's relentless. That's relentless. why I really like Patrick Beverly. You Beverty. need that on a championship caliber team, man. But then now you got the, the stupidity. Stupidity. And you got things like a person like Sheed that did wow. stuff that, that hurt his team. He sure did. You over there staring at the ref, <laughs> trying to intimidate. You was a main player on the team. You can't hurt your team like that, man, getting tossed out the game. Yeah. That's, that's stupidity, true. man. So I, it, she definitely let he let his emotions get the best of him yeah. multiple times. I do agree with that. But do you think as far as Draymond, you think it's more edge toughness or stupidity for Draymond? Um I'm gonna go with the edge. Okay, you're gonna go more edge yeah. for Draymond. Okay. Because you know, I, I see him sometimes he 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 can control himself sometimes, but okay. then sometimes he do let his emotions get the best of him. He does. But and so now as far as cousins. As far as cousins, I'm gonna have to go with full on stupidity. Ah, oh, thank you. Full I'm gonna have stupidity. to agree with the full on stupidity. And I love I love Boogie, man. The difference with Boogie is that I feel like he's not playing in enough close games. Yeah. That he should let that emotion take over his game as much as it does. If he was playing in a playoffs, semifinals, game five, six, seven, you know, that intensity, I think, would be more warranted of that's, him. That's why I say Draymond is more detriment because Draymond been there already. Exactly, but Draymond's might hurt you more because of the team that is on. It cost that's, him the finals. It might have cost exactly, him the finals last exactly. year. Exactly. What boogie gonna cost you? They're already losing. Exactly. I think, <laughs> and honestly, I think LeBron was strategic in him getting in Draymond's head last year. Very, I think I, that was a strategic I, you move know what? by LeBron. I agree with that. LeBron, I, I see that in LeBron. Remember the Lance Stevenson thing? He was getting at him. He was low key getting at him. But Lance was trying to get in his head as yeah, well. I don't know what he was thinking, but. Come on. Come on, Lance. LeBron, but, but sometimes though, LeBron can be fragile when it comes to the postseason. He can oh, be yeah. fragile oh, sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's can. think about it. LeBron, I mean, he's a great player. But you know what? He yes. controls it very well. He's very mature. Oh, yes. He's very See, mature. See, that's the type of player One of the most about. mature players you the need, league has ever a, seen. You need a player like that. 
But my, my only thing with him is that he just he cries too much, man. He does. I agree with you. What, there. what he gonna need? I know man. you have an issue with he, his he crying. He gonna need another playmaker now or, or what? <laughs> he you got know, his playmaker. Both get done went down. They already signed. They already signed Larry. You got Larry Sanders oh, now, man. which I think I'm, is a decent pickup. It, it's a good pickup. Decent pickup. You know, let's hopefully see. <laughs> so do, straight from LeBron. I don't want. I don't want to get the the, the so broad sexuals mad. Do you <laughs> So do you think LeBron, I mean, excuse me, Draymond and Boogie Cousins, you think they're allowed too much freedom to have those emotions during a game over the course of a season? Um, or do you think the team needs to step in and say, hey, I need you to calm it down. I need you to scale it back. I like that. I need you to be more professional. I need you to be more mature. I like, I like how you set that up. What do you uh, think? I think Kerr needs to... Uh, you know, tell Draymond, look, you need to put your emotions okay. in check. You think he needs to be more stern with Draymond? Yeah, you need to be a little more stern with him because yeah. he's he's the definitely the motor of the team. Exactly. He's an emotional him. leader yeah. of the team. I mean, you got to get him in check. Like KG, man. You got to get him to be like that. You know, KG. But you never had to rein KG in. You never, but I you, feel like his, you never had to do that his with intensity KG. was more mature. Exactly. It was a mature. It was more about winning. Draymond, I feel like he's trying to intimidate his opponent i feel like which goes into the trash talking i feel like draymond his emotional overboardness i feel like has more to do with him trying to intimidate an opponent because he remember he is an undersized power forward right. so i feel like because he can't he doesn't necessarily physically outmatch who he's guarding yeah. i feel like he thinks he like has to get though. into he'll, the head he'll try and get in the head That's i mean it's, I a, like. it's a good I like tactic I, I, I agree that tactic. but i think him he needs to rain down. I think he's giving he a little to bit too much freedom. I think a little I, I bit. Mean if, because of his team, a little bit. But you know what? He's not getting called for stuff like that. He's getting called for the, the but, kung fu fighting and all that. The yeah. kicks. You know, but you think gotta about chill it. out with that. But think about it. Draymond now has a target on his back now. So when it comes to the playoff time, when it comes to the semifinals, the conference finals, he might be up to the limit of technical fouls. So he might get suspended again See, this that, year. And that's where Kerr needs to step in and be like, listen, this is playoff time now. I need you to be focused. But you think Kerr can control him? They had an argument already, a screaming match. Man, that. listen, man. Remember Jordan, that? Jordan done socked him in his mouth in practice, man. I don't think I don't think he, I don't think he I don't think he's a leader of men like that. As you like as you like to say, you know. Yeah, he's so I don't think disrespectful. He's not a leader of men. Yeah, I don't think he could get him to do that. He's a good coach, don't get me wrong, but I don't think he could get Draymond under control. You know, you know what? You need you need veteran players to do. You know what I'm gonna say right now? While we're on the topic of Steve Kerr. Oh, I'm man. really upset that Steve Kerr is having the success that he's having because I feel like Mark Jackson would have been oh, a better coach you know for what? that Warriors team. You know what, I really man. feel like if you gave Mark Jackson one more year, and remember the, the big shift that Steve Kerr did was inserting Draymond Green into the starting lineup and putting David Lee to the bench, which actually was the catalyst to the Golden State Warriors' ascension, I feel like. So I feel like... I think Mark Jackson oh, yeah, would have done that as well. And I feel like Mark Jackson has the right mental fortitude I don't understand to control how, that team properly. I don't, I don't understand how Mark Jackson is not a coach or a leader. I was right upset now. with that. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was, I was upset with that too. I, was yeah, upset. I agree. He, he should he should have been the coach of that team. I was I was very upset with that, man. Yeah. I, st I still feel like Mac jo Mark Jackson is a better coach than Steve Kerr. But Steve Kerr did put in a nice He's a system. player's coach. But, but you Kerr? know what? Curry's a player's, Curry's a player's Kerr, coach too. Curry's but I think, a player's I think coach. Uh, Mark Jackson is more relatable to the players than Yes, Curry. there you go. Applause for He's more relatable. But Steve Kerr did learn from that Popovich system where it's more about the team than the individual talent. Right. So I do give him credit for that. He did give him a nice style of play. And he's going to bring that New York toughness. You exactly. need that. Yeah, Mark room. Jackson will bring that New York toughness. You need that in the locker yeah, room. Yeah, so I mean, hey. You know, that's times that's neither here nor there. Cause and matter of fact, the Knicks. Knicks take. <laughs> Hire Mark Jackson. Oh my lord. Knicks take. Oh Lord. Get Mark Jackson on the squad. Jeff Hornacek is not getting it done. 
give my my man Mark Jackson a chance. Get everybody out of there, man. Get <laughs> Phil out of there. Get Hornacek out of there. Send Rose to the D League, yeah, as yeah. you said. Matter of fact, you know that you got a lot of heat for sending <laughs> Rose <heard>. overseas <laughs> on episode one. <laughs> people, people text that. me. They said, "Whoa, <laughs> your boy is out of control." <laughs> Sending D-Rose overseas. Send him overseas, man. He's averaging 17 points a night. Get get that Euro money, man. Get get your Euros up, man. (laughs) (laughs) He could be a Starberry star in China. (laughs) Go go, go brand over there. No, I I think he's hating on D-Rose. He still can excel. I think he's hating a little bit. I I think D-Rose is better than... 15 his, point guards in the league. His game doesn't doesn't. Uh, He's not good for the Knicks. We, we're gonna get into that later on in the okay. topic. I, li- I like that you, you got okay. on the episode, so we're exactly. gonna get into that. But You're right. I don't think his game fits with, to where he can I help out a team winning the championship. You got a lot of D Rose slander. <laughs> but I but you know the crazy thing is I like D Rose okay. though. Okay. I like the the kind of player he is. Okay. But I just don't think he can elevate a team to a championship caliber. You know? Okay. Good point. Good point. Good point. Good point. So yeah, man. So bigger hothead, Draymond Green or Boogie Cousins? Boogie Cousins, man. I, I agree cousins. with you there. Cousins. Boogie Cousins is a bigger hothead. He needs to relax, and I think that will be his ultimate downfall. Yeah, it, it is. Unless he learns how to, unless he gets some people around him, man. Because I, I, I have, I, he, the sky's the limit for him, man. Exactly. I agree. I agree. He's he could a, be great. He's a great talent. So, so there's been a lot of debate. But when I thought about this topic, I had a lot to think about. I was thinking, let me bring a topic in that might make the people think a little bit. Have your brain flowing. Mm. You when good I, for those. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I told the Dominic, I said, I want to think about today. I'm the, starting to sweat. <laughs> the best teams to never win a championship. Oh man! When you me, think let me about hear that sound, man, the boom, 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 boom. Oh, oh, fail sound. Man. I got some teams that hurt. There, me, when man. you think about, there's some great teams that never won a championship because they ran into some roadblocks. When you think of some roadblocks, you think of Michael Jordan's Bulls, definitely. Shaq and Kobe Lakers, the Duncan Spurs, the Magic Lakers, the Bird Celtics. There's a lot of teams that people ran into a roadblock and it derailed. They, they crushed a lot of people's legacy. They crushed a lot of dreams, man. So what do you think? There's a lot of teams that won, I mean, excuse me, that didn't win a chip, but I feel like they had the proper talent to win a chip. So I had to wrote a list of some teams that I thought of. So I'm going to start first. 1993, Phoenix Suns. Charles Barkley, Dan Marley, Kevin Johnson. They lost to the Bulls in the finals. Charles Barkley's best year as a pro. He won his MVP title, that MVP trophy that year. I think Charles Barkley, he said, remember in the interview with David Aldridge, he said uh, God told him he was supposed to win the title that year, (laughs) but he didn't. That was a fail for Chuck. But I think... That team, I think that team was good enough to win a title. If it was against any other team. They would have definitely won, man. But you know what? Other than the Bulls, they would have won. They wanted to. Yo, a lot of people just ran into his anus. They ran into his anus. Another team that ran into his anus was the 95-96 Seattle Supersonics. The Seattle Supersonics with GP. That's one of the teams I feel like. It's Sean Camp, Sam Perkins. Percy Hawkins. That team had a Detlef championship. That team had a championship DNA. They were 64 and 18 that year. First in the West. They were an excellent team. That was a great team. That was one of the best teams ever, ever assembled. Yeah. They honestly had every, the, all the intricate pieces you need to be a championship team. They had a great point guard, two-way point guard, great shooter. Detlef Shrimp was another shooter on the wing. Got, Sean got Camp. The GP, the, the, the glove. The glove. Sam Perkins. Sam Perkins. On the low. Step out. Step out. Stretch the defense. He was one of the original stretch fives. Mm-hmm. People sleep on Sam Perkins. He was on the. On what team was he also on? The Lakers as well. The Lakers. On the Lakers. I think he started off on the Lakers. I think, didn't he go he to was the, on the Magic he, Lakers, if I'm go, not mistaken. Didn't he go to the Pacers too? No? I don't remember. Did he? I think he did. I yeah, you're right. He went to the Pacers. Yeah, I think Sam Perkins did go to the Pacers. Good. Oh, good. Good thinking there. Okay. Okay. 
But I think that was one of the great teams. Also, another team in that same Jordan era that got the roadblock. The 96-97 Utah Jazz. Oh, man. Them Jazz was... They them Jazz won. got stopped multiple they, times. Multiple times. Multiple times. They, they would... They supposed to have at least two championships. Yeah, Carl Malone, John Stockton. That was a dynasty right Jeff there. Jeff Hornacek. A dynasty with no championship. Oh, Byron Russell. Who's this? Greg Ostertag. Greg Ostertag. Oh, man. They were 64 and 18 that year as well. Antoine Remember? Carr. Antoine Carr. <laughs> with the glasses. <laughs> he had those low, th- them big <laughs> bifocal <laughs> goggles Antoine and Carr And had that nice little touch from 15 foot. I feel like he was the original junkyard dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anton Carr And then um, Remember that year They also Was was a flu year yeah. Michael Jordan Had the flu game That year Greatness Greatness So I think They had a couple of Heroic Performances From his Zanis That derailed him From a championship oh, man. Yo, Jordan stopped A lot of good people he Messed up a lot of teams Championships man. man He crushed a, a lot of hearts A lot of hearts <laughs> Man They just couldn't Get over that heart Yo, Jordan man. is the it man It was tough He's the man Six times to the finals. Six time he won, he won the championship. Six time finals MVP. Perfect record. Perfect. Perfect Perfection. record. That's why he's the GOAT. He's the the GOAT. next one that I have. You might have some pushback on this one. The 0405 Indiana Pacers team. When you talk about the 05 Pacers team, that's the team with Jermaine O'Neal, Ron Artest, Steven Jackson. Reggie Miller. Oh, no. Jamal Tinsley. I agree with that one. Fred Jones. I, no, I agree. With, that was the year they were supposed to win that. That was the year they had the Tayshaun Prince block. I was just about to say that. Yeah. My man. Think about one that. One of the too. best blocks in NBA, in NBA that, history. That was one of the years of the malice at the palace. Exactly. When Ron Artest, he went he wild out on the fans. Year. Man, yo, do you remember that game? I remember that like it was yesterday. Wow. I, yo, I re- really remember the malice at the yo, palace like it, was like it was yesterday. That, man. that was, was like a unprecedented. Fight. Man, I was watching. I, I, I don't remember if it was on ESPN, I think that's, TNT. You know what? I think that's why the NBA is soft today because yeah, of that. I think they're still scared of that. Yeah, they, they don't want rem- stuff like that I to remember one again. fan running down. Jermaine O'Neal <laughs> saw him coming to him. He used to reenact that. Jermaine O'Neal roundhoused that fan. He roundhoused him. Got Charles Oakley on him. Man, that trumps anything Oak ever did. Ron Artest went into the fan. I mean, what started all? It was a fan who threw the water on him, right? Ben Wallace and Ron Artest got into a little scuffle. Oh, they got into a scuffle. And Ron Artest was laying on the the scorer's table. And then a fan threw a cup at him. Cup and then, of water. And then Steven Jackson, the goon. Steven Jackson, went the up goon. In there looking for the on culprit. And <laughs> 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 it Steven, was just, it was history from Steven there, Jackson man. was ready to give some bunks. He was ready to give some bunks in the stand, but that was crazy. That was man. crazy, man. Did you, I think that was one of the best teams Hell yeah. that didn't get to go far. Also, I got the 95, excuse me, I, I kind of jumped ahead. The 95 Orlando Magic. Definitely. Orlando, 95 dynasty. Orlando Magic. Early Shaq, early Penny. They had the second best home record in NBA history, what I didn't know. They were 39-2 and two that year. The end, they were one of the only teams to beat the, the Bulls. Beat, beat the Bulls yeah. with Jordan on it. That was the year he came back from retirement, right, if right. I'm not mistaken. Right. But then ultimately they lost to the Hakeem Olajuwon in the finals against Yo, the Rockets. Just just imagine, man. Just imagine, imagine what that could have been. If Jordan would have never came out of retirement. I mean, if he would have stayed retired. Yeah. That would have been the dynasty right there. Thank you. They could have won like four championships. You never know what Penny could have been, man. Matter of fact, man. I'm calling it now. I'm going to have an episode of the best NBA stars Oh, you got oh, that got injured. Man, I got to be. You There's know a lot of choice. Oh yeah, we know you're gonna go. Your boy T Mac. Oh man, we know we going there. <laughs> T Mac fan of all time. We know you going there. You already know. But there's a lot of choices you can go there, man. There's yeah, a lot man. of stars that got hurt that could have been superstars, Brandon man. Roy. Brandon Roy, Grant Hill. There's a lot. Greg Oden. Greg Oden. There's a lot of stars, man. That's crazy. Next, I'ma go. The two thousand. Portland Jail Blazers. Mm. When you think about the 2000 Jail Blazers, one of my favorite teams of all time. <laughs> they won 59 games, 
They lost in the conference finals that year to we the Lakers. We were just Lakers. talking about that sheet. We staring just, down the we ref, were, man. We were just talking about that sheet, man. They had Jermaine O'Neal. They had Sheed. They had Steve Smith. They had uh, Sabonis. That's Scotty Pippen. Can I just say something about Sabonis, man? Sabonis is one of my favorite centers of all time. Oh, wow. He's one of my... Yo, that that boy was nasty. He was. He was was a little... He needs to up his mobile game. He came in a little too late, but had he been there from the jump, he would have been an all-time great. Definitely. I think think Sabonis... One of the few people that can actually go at Shaq. Yeah. And yeah. you could go out Shaq, you big time. Exactly. Scotty Pippen on that team. Bonzi Wells. Wasn't Damon Stoudemire there too? Yeah, I'm going there. Damon Stoudemire, Bonzi Wells, Ruben Patterson. Ruben Patterson. Stacy Augman. Stacy Augman. The, the elastic man. <laughs> I remember yeah, he used to get on me. I got the Stacy Augman. Yeah, yeah Stacy. Dominic got the Stacy Augman. All the people out there that don't know me, I got the. I used to. I got a ball. I sport a ball head now. I don't. I don't got the Stacy Augman no more. So my man, Dominique was a resident Stacy Augman. He oh, was the original. He was one of the low key elastic <laughs> men. <laughs> I gotta oh, give man. you that, man. But that was one of the the best teams, man. Also, we got the 2002 Sacramento Kings. One of my favorite. Teams. One of my favorite teams of all time. C Webb. They got robbed. Vladi Divac. Mike Bibby, Doug Christie, Bobby Jackson, Corliss Williamson. Was, was, was Jim Jackson on that team? I think he I, was. I, I'm I, not I, sure I if he was there. He was definitely team. there one of those years. Yeah. And he was an integral piece off the bench. Definitely. Jimmy Jackson was one of the most underrated players. Of course, they lost to the conference finals to the Robbed. Lakers. Robbed. Game seven. Robert Ory hit that miraculous shot. The miraculous shot, tip three. C. Webb is one of my favorite players of all time. I that think was, he's one of the best Powered yes. forwards of all yes. time. Definitely. Hopefully, he gets into the Hall yeah, of Fame this of, year. Y'all shouted him out in the last episode. Last episode. He's, yeah, he's one of the he's one of the best. Power last forwards. episode, I have to give my man C. Webb mm. some love. C. Webb is one of the best to do it, man. Also, next, I'm gonna go the 2007 Phoenix Suns. The 2007 mm. Phoenix Suns is the year with Nash, yep. Amari. Sean Marion, Joe Johnson, Barbosa. They I went agree. 61 and 21 that year. High powered offense. That offense was crazy. Exactly. The original Warriors. Exactly. The original Warriors. Dude. Remember, that was the year that, that Steve Nash got, I think he got his he got, nose broken. Yeah. Robert Ory tackled him in the scorer's uh-huh. table. You know, they had Dial. And they was and the reason why that they lost that series flawless. potent. D'Antoni led offense. Man. And one of the reasons why they lost that series because the players got suspended for one yep. of the games because they came was off the it, bench. It was Amari. Amari got suspended. Yep. Dial got suspended. It was a couple of players that got suspended in the Spurs one in the second like, round. I don't like they, the NBA needs to do something about that, man. Come yeah. on. We try, we the fans, we deserve better. They do. Let, let us let let the people play, man. Do I something know. in the offseason. I mean, it gets a little emotional money. at times. You know, so. Come on, it's, basketball is an emotional sport. Yeah, man. let them play. Exactly, they I get upset. That, I miss that about the old days, man. Exactly, I miss. They used to let a lot more stuff go. Yeah, man. Used to we, let we, a need, lot we need more some more go. emotions to flare up in yeah. the NBA. Oh, most it's definitely. It's too weak right now, man. Most definitely. Also, I'm gonna give your boys a shout out. One of the Uh-oh. last teams I feel was one of the best teams to ever win was the 2013 OKC Thunder. Mm, you already know. I'm gonna I give them some love. Yep. They were 60 and 22. <laughs> They had Ibaka, KD, Man. Westbrook. I'm still hurt. Harden off the bench. <laughs> they lost to LeBron and the Heat. As I remember, I remember one of my previous episodes. I think it was the episode with Ray Jarvis from Car Sessions on the right. Clutch Gene Shout episode. Out him, Shout out to him. He also said, should we not be upset with Sam Presti for letting a lot of the OKC talent go? And Man. you are an OKC fan. No, are you he, upset with Sam Presti for letting that talent go? He could have easily just paid them. They would have had it. That no, was a but, dynasty but, but, in them. No, make. but you know what? They had to choose either between Ibaka or Harden. But at the time... I would have chose Harden. Now we would have chose now, Harden. Now, true. But you know what? I, I always knew Harden we, you know, was, was going to be big time. He was underutilized. Because remember, I used to tell y'all. He y'all did. Know, you were uh, a big Harden <laughs> You already know. I used to tell y'all before he got big. I was like, yo, this dude big, is real. Remember, we used to play all the 2K battles. Yeah, yeah I used, used to hate to him. Harden I used to be like, yo, who is this dude? I'm like, yo, Harden, boy. <laughs> this dude is nice. Yeah. But yo, 
they had to choose between you know Harden and Ibaka, and at the time they needed defense. They couldn't let they couldn't yeah. afford to let Ibaka. At go. the time, Ibaka was more important. He was more at important that time. at that time. But just to, it's just crazy now to think about it. Like yo, OKC had three MVP candidate type players. That man. team could have been special. That could have been something crazy. And I think that would have. And, and the crazy thing mm-hmm. about it is, I'm sorry to cut you no, off. No, go ahead. The crazy thing about it is, all three of those players. You cannot stop them. Yeah. I don't there's nobody in the league that can stop those players. Durant can get off, Harden can get off, and Westbrook can get off. But a question that I have to ask you, right? So do you think Harden would be the player that he is today if he stayed on that Oklahoma City Thunder team? Because a lot of times he said that he wouldn't have the chance to grow if he didn't get let out. You know what? Had he had been there long enough. To where Westbrook had his game to where it is now, I think he would have. Because Westbrook, I mean, believe it or not, Harden, you think he could coexist now with them? That's tough, man. Because that's you know, what I'm saying. Westbrook, it's Westbrook's world now. You know what I'm saying? But Harden was always that type of player. Mm-hmm. He was always the playmaker. He, was, he come he down was. on the fast break. He's he's gonna draw the foul, or he always made the right passes. He I was. always, you know, one of my things about that OKC, that OKC team, mm-hmm. is that I felt that Harden. Should have been the playmaker of that team, oh, and they well, would think he should have still came off the bench. Yeah. Okay. Because that would have helped. Remember, big time. he does. He wants to be a star. What can you tell a player after, that wants to be a star and knows that he has superstar? But you got to you got to start attention. somewhere. You got to come off the bench and then get into the starting role. Yeah, but remember, time was ticking. He had to get paid. It's you're either right, you're right. It's just you it's, tell him that. Listen, I'm gonna make you start, or I gotta let you go. He was put tough, in a tough man. spot since Sam Preston. That's tough. In a, in a league full of pride these days, everybody exactly. want to get paid. You know, so it's all about pride these everybody days. Everybody trying to get that paycheck, that big paycheck, man. Exactly. So, so I can't, I, I can't even be mad. You know, can't, it's just you can't, I'm not mad at Harden I, you know, at all. I, I think it's impossible to have those three players, specifically those yeah. three players, mm-hmm. on the same team together. Because I agree. All three of those those players are franchise yes, players. I agree. You know, I agree. So. I agree. They, they both have superstar potential. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I Definitely. agree. Do you have any teams that you felt oh, yeah. should have won a oh, chip that yeah. didn't? So let me, oh, man. let's so, hear it. I'm going to say the best for last. Okay. But, you know, um, that Dallas team that lost in the first round to the Golden State Warriors. Oh, okay. That was their year to win. I think they won 66 games or something like yeah. that. They should have won that year. But the Warriors beat be Diddy. Came out of nowhere just Oh yeah That's when they were AC'd if I'm yeah, not mistaken Yeah that yeah. was when The AC beat them Great choice They were supposed to win that year Oh great choice Great choice you know, and, and Yo they They flustered Yeah And uh You got uh Well you got the You pick OKC already I had them Yeah The Lakers Which Lakers That lost to the Pistons I would I'm to this day Oh I'm with still uh, Karl Malone And uh Karl Malone, GP, GP, Kobe, Shaq. You think they should have beat the Pistons that to year? To this day, I'm still shocked that they lost. You think lost. they should have beat the Pistons that year? I, I'm shocked that they lost the way that they lost. I'm going to have to disagree with you there. I think the I Pistons still should have won. I they think the Pistons were a better that. team top to bottom. Well, the final show that they were because they, they played better team-wise than the Lakers. Remember, that was a washed up. Alone, a watch. It don't up matter, GP. man. You got you still got Kobe and Shaq. That's all True. you need with a that GP. That was still and a really Malone. good Kobe and Shaq. And that GP wasn't and like Carl a wash up. Wasn't, yeah. They wasn't they wasn't trash. Yeah. They still could contribute. So Carmelo actually was still giving you, I he think, was 12 still, or 15, he, he I was think. Giving you a double double every night. Yeah. He was okay. still giving a double double every night. That all team right, right there should have won. Okay. You good, know, but the Pistons came. You know, they, they came. came they the came bad boys reincarnated. Yeah, they came. They came. They the, brought that the, work. That the year. Wallace brothers showed them up. They're great choice, you know. And, you know, last but not least. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this hurts my heart. Oh, you know what? Before I go there, yeah. For my dad, I'm gonna do this for my dad because he's a big Knicks fan. Okay. You know, the Knicks should have won a couple. Of, they they, ah, they should have won a championship. We against the Spurs when they went that I lockout feel, year. I, I feel like they should have won. I'm still a little salty about that. I okay. feel like they should have won that one. I think they and, have and potential. Then, and then the time when they ran into Jordan, of course. Yeah, they Jordan, did run into Jordan. Jordan stomped them a couple Knicks of times. had some good years. They had some very we good years. We have the stink of Nick yeah, now. Yeah, oh, God. Let's not even... <laughs> let's not get on there. They have the stink of Nick now. It's the, but it's the they did have apple. a few good years. 
It's the Rod now. Okay, boy. so who was the last but not least? Last but not least. Okay. I gotta go with my man T Mac. Oh. You know I'm a big T Mac fan. Which T Mac is? This is when he, I, I think it was 0506. On the Magic? Oh no, not the Magic. The Rockets oh, the were Yao. Rockets. Oh. Yao and T Mac should have had about two uh, championships easy. They should have had about two championships, man. I don't know if they should have had chips, but they definitely should have went to at least a conference final. They should have won. They something, had enough man. talent. You know, you know they got Shane. I know Bat- you're big team. Shane Batty ain't the glue man. Oh yeah, they had the glue man. <laughs> <laughs> I call him the glue man. That's one of they your favorite players. Louis Scola. He did, underrated. He was underrated at that Scola, time. He definitely was. You know, we had we had a Bobby Jackson. Did we, y'all have um Skip to my Lou at that point? Yeah, we had Skip to my Lou. Skip to my Lou. We had a, we had everything, man. We okay. had a good bench. We we was legit, man. But the thing with them, man, injuries, the in, man. The injuries, injuries, man. man. That That's just a, that killed my heart. That was man. a crucial, 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 man. man. Injuries are a crucial point of any playoffs, man. Anybody who knows me out there, man, I'm a. T-Mac is one of my favorite players, man. He's, he's one of the best all time. I don't care what nobody say. He was, when, when everybody was talking about Kobe, he was right there with Kobe. Matter of fact, since since you're a big team, who did you have a couple episodes? I had the debate of James Harden or T-Mac. Who would you take in their prime, James Harden or T-Mac? I heard that episode, man. Yeah. You know what? And shockingly, I went I went with, with, with Harden, man. Oh, you had Harden. Over your boy? Over my boy. Over man. your boy. Okay. Over my boy, man. Okay. I had Harden, Harden is the better he he better playmaker. He's a better playmaker, okay. man. And he forces them fouls like I feel like they're just as good as a scorer. They just as good. Yeah. Equally as good. Equally. But I think Harden is is the more he's more versatile for some. Yeah. I don't, it's hard because you know T Mac could take you in the post too yeah, now. True, true. T Mac could do a lot, man. He sure can. I mean, that's that's tough. I think it's those just, are two was, very similar when you, players. When man. you when you said that, man, I was like, ooh. That's a tough choice. That was right? tough, man. Wow. That was tough. I, I thought about I, I was yeah. stuck on that. I didn't know which one to choose. I still I still can't even go back and say T Mac because I think T Mac was the better defender than Harden. I think he had the tools to be a better defender. But I think T Mac could have been a better defender. I think he was too worried about offense. I don't know. I think, but he, he had long arms. He had long he arms. Could, he could defend. Them he could get steals, arms. blocks. He, he was getting can. stuff effortlessly. Harden just be out there letting people pass him by. He definitely, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so, you know, he played that lazy D. And Harden and, and T Mac gonna get you them rebounds. I call Harden plays that Codeine defense, yeah. man. He go to sleep on D. He, he plays that lean defense, man. I mean, oh, he's man. a little lackluster. Sometimes. Exactly. So that was one of some of the best teams. To never win a chip, man. So if you also have also suggestions, let me know as well. So speaking of some of the best teams to never win. Oh, you I, know what? I'm sorry. Before yeah. you go to the next one. Got one more? Let's, yeah, let's not forget the New Jersey Nets. With Jason Kidd With Jason and uh, Kidd, they, they could have won too. They should have, but not, they ran into a roadblock as well. Yeah, they ran into a roadblock of the Lakers. They could have won. I don't feel like they should have won. I, I, I just feel like Jason Kidd excelled nah. that team. I think he made his teammates better. You think so? I think he made Kenyon look better than what he was. RJ looked definitely, better. Kerry Kittles, Keith Van Horn. I think he made them look better. But they played. Yeah, Todd McCullough. <laughs> Come on. Todd McCullough. Come on. Exactly. Bump. That was a bum. <laughs> you bum. Slava Medvedenko worry. <laughs> or oh, worthy. Man. But yeah, so. I think. And as and, and matter of fact, as I transition over, you think about, when you think about today's NBA. Is a lot more scoring point guards Definitely. in today's NBA. I think it's more of a transition that's like, that's from the trend now. Exactly, it's more. It's going away from the years of the more ball distributing point guards, quintessential point guards. It's going to more scoring point guards such as Russell, Kyrie, what's some other sort? Damian Lillard, John Wall, a lot of Isaiah Thomas. There's a lot of scoring point guards. Right. So my question is, would you rather have a scoring point guard or a distributing point guard in today's NBA? Let me know. Who would you rather have? Who would I rather? I mean, it depends on the makeup on the team, really. Okay. You know, because think about it. If you, you were GM right now and you had and you had a choice, your but, first choice was between a scoring point guard and a ball distributing point guard, who would you choose? But are we talking all-time talent or today's talent? Today. Today's talent? I'm going to need a ball distributing point guard. Okay. 
none of the, I haven't. We, I don't think we've seen a ball a ball dominating point guard win a championship yet. Oh, you know what? I'm, I'm sorry. Does Steph Curry? Uh, no, he doesn't fit I, in there. You think I he actually, fits in there? I actually have a stat for that. Cause Steph Curry can dominate the ball. But think about this. But he distributes it. He shares it though, willingly. I'm gonna stop you there. I don't think he distributes. He shares it. Uh, to me, there's a difference between sharing and distributing. Distributing meaning there are plays yeah, that you, you bring it down and you call that. a play for your man to score. Right, right. You know, like it's time. KD needs a bucket. Right. Draymond needs a bucket. That's why you need somebody like Zaza. CP3 exactly. to do something like that. Your exactly. man, of course. One stat that I had. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> One stat that I had. Since 1990, 27 years, mm. there have only been two point guards to win a finals MVP in the last 27 years. Tony Parker in 2007 and Chauncey Billups in 2004, I think it was, 2005. And Those were the only two point guards to win since Isaiah Thomas in 1990 and look at the type of point guards they were exactly Chauncey Billis was a defensive kind of point guard exactly he could play D exactly and he distributes the ball and he hits them clutch shots exactly this is why which is why I'm gonna tell you what kind of point guard I'm, I'm mm-hmm. looking for mm-hmm. and then you got Tony Parker mm-hmm. that can go down and then you know he runs the offense you know Popovich he runs Popovich style he's in the Ex- Popovich system exactly so my thing is uh, the the like a Iverson Mm-hmm. That wouldn't. It just. I just don't see that. Working. You consider him a one or a two? That's 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 like he had the body of debate, a one, man. That's an all-time debate. He had the body of a one, but the mentality of a two. Yeah. That's why I feel like Iverson is one of those players that can't work like, unless you have a big point guard. Like Russell Westbrook. Like he's a point guard, but I just I love Russell Westbrook, man. But I just don't see him. Winning a championship the way he plays. Good point. He dominates the ball too much. Exactly. And if you dominating the ball, you already the point guard, so you already dominating the ball. And if you dominating the ball to score, you the primary focus. Exactly. Nobody else. That's eleven other players that need touches. And they need you touches. Get, if they ain't getting the touches, and they rely on you the to give you, them those. By touches. the time you think about giving it to them, they ain't even. They ain't get a touch all game. They 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 trying to get into the flow. They can't get into no flow. Exactly. Think about our Andre Robeson. Think about a Stephen Adams. Andre Robeson needs to get into a flow. They, they need a touch. Think about an Andre. Uh, excuse me, Anthony Murray. He's not there anymore. Right. But um, who else? We got we got Dougie McDuck. Dougie um, McBuckets. McBuckets. He needs. But I feel like remember when I used to say about some point guards give selfish assists. I think Westbrook gives selfish. You think assists. so? That's the that's the love for debate with me. I don't yeah. I don't see that mm-hmm. really. I just, you know, I just, okay. I just love that killer instinct in, in Russell. I think that's why he gets, all, he's filling these stat sheets mm-hmm. crazy like that. Mm-hmm. It's just the way he plays, and I love it. But I, I don't see that from him. So think about this. I'm gonna throw something out there at you, and you respond to it. Tell me if you you agree or disagree. So, obviously, I feel like you need to have a ball distributing point guard. I think right. a ball distributing point guard is more important right. to win. So something that I wrote down is I think the emergence of the scoring point guard has decreased the value of having an elite wing player. I feel oh, like yeah. in order to I win championships, you got to have an elite wing player. And I feel like when you have a scoring point guard, he decreases the value of an elite wing. I, I think it's more valuable in today's day and age and I think of all time to have an elite wing as your primary yeah. option on a championship team but you, you know what though mm-hmm. um, I feel like I feel like if you have a ball dominating guard like, mm-hmm. like a Russell Westbrook mm-hmm. a you, you're gonna you're gonna need somebody if 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 that person like a Russell Westbrook is trying to win a championship mm-hmm. he's gonna need somebody like a AD mm-hmm. or a Boogie Cousins mm-hmm. That can you know he could boogie. Just, I don't think would work. You know I don't think so because a you Blake know, Griffin or Blake because you actually brought that up to me and I I agree with you 100 percent on that one. Yeah, I like that. that I team think that's an excellent pairing. I think you can't have Russell Westbrook can't be paired with a shooting guard, a, a, a great shooting guard, or exactly or somebody like a KD. He exactly. can't be with somebody like that. He needs exactly. to be with somebody that he could throw the ball like a Carl Anthony Towns or something yeah, like a that. Carl Anthony know? Towns would which work. is another position that's taking a, a you know a huge change mm-hmm. you know the, the, the bigs are stepping out to the three line now yeah. they handling the rock they being playmakers a big change i think the guard is going to start to die down a little bit all right and then the big man this is what we this is what's next yeah 
You know, so it's very it's getting interesting, man. But I, I don't think guards like Russell Westbrook can win a championship in today's age because they dominate the ball too much and it's not they're not getting the team involved. I hundred percent agree with you. Hundred. Need to get the team involved to win a chip, man. Exactly. That's key. I think some of these point guards become too ball dominant. You know what? And I think, hold on, I think they forget their role, and I forget, I think they forget their role, which is to initiate the offense and make their teammates better. I think with these scoring point guards, sometimes you get captivated in their huge numbers and their exciting play. You forget that they don't win championships. But they do, and and some of them, all that good play results in losses. Yeah. You know what? Um, Mm -hmm. My biggest thing with Western Westbrook is, man, you know, the, as good of a talent as he is, he would, you know, his team would be in position to win games a lot of times, and he would just take a lot of ill-advised shots. His fourth can, quarter IQ fourth is suspect. Quarter IQ sometimes kills me, but then sometimes it could be good for, you know, sometimes it works out for the best, and then sometimes it just don't. And I'd be like Western Westbrook. See, but all you had to do, they're gonna come, they're gonna throw two people at you, throw the ball. But man. my fault, my Wait. point is. It's Throw it the down fault to Cantor. Cantor could get you buckets in the paint. I think the coach is at fault, though. I Why think can't so a coach rein so him in and I, say, Russ? Yeah, man. I think so, too. I need, it's fourth quarter. It's money time. Yeah, Why definitely. can't you sometimes be used as a decoy? Them coaches we had, he had has not. They, 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 I think they scared of him. <laughs> I think they scared of him. You're right. I think they think about it. Jordan wouldn't wouldn't have won that championship if he didn't pass the ball to Kerr. Right. For that three point shot. You gotta trust your teammates, you man. Have As to Shaq trust would say, your you gotta teammates. you gotta trust the others. The others are very because he. I mean, yo, look at the team he has, man. It's not like he has a trash team. He's got talent on that team. Exactly. Now you got Todd Gibson. You got Cantor. Cantor can get you buckets in he the paint. He can get you buckets. Throw it down there and let him work. Exactly. If he get a double team, he'll pass it right back at you. You and you. Driving to the lane mm-hmm. They collapse on you You got McDermott out there You got Oladipo out there Robeson can hit a three Here and there You know come, come, Trust your teammates Russell man I, That's all I want you to do Did you just say Robeson can hit a yes, three? He, yes he, he can hit a three Here and there He can hit a three Here and there He shocked me Robeson Hey listen man he better than your boy Bob Mute. <laughs> all right? <laughs> he better than him, all right? Don't get disrespectful. I, I, I take him over Bob Mute. Listen, don't hate on the Prince. <laughs> My man Prince, Luke Richard Mbamute. He's a bum. He's a bum. Don't get disrespectful, man. Luke Mbamute. Don't hate on the Prince. Is that it? He's better than Robinson. Nah, man, Come I disagree on. with that one. Don't hate on Mbamute. We can, we can Mbamute. save that for another topic. <laughs> we are definitely listen. Going on he's that one. he's the key piece in the Lakers championship hopes, but uh, that's neither here nor there. But do you think, real quick, do you think a point guard? Do you think you can win a championship with your point guard taking the most shots on the team? Yes or no? Nah, no. But you know, I, I want. I just want to make a point clear, mm-hmm. real quick. A person like a person you could do something like that with. It's like, let's say, for instance, Steve Nash. Okay. Steve Nash. He didn't take the most shots, though. He didn't take the most shots, but he was clutch. Yeah. He would get you. He would take that shot if if need if need be. But his IQ was higher. And exactly. Mm. And he gets the teammates involved. Okay. So you know, like. You have to Steve, make his teammates Steve better. Nash was, Steve Nash was the type of guy to get the team involved, and then when he when the team he he just knows what the team needed at that exact moment. Yes. If they needed us, if he needed to get somebody a shot to win the game, yes. he'll give it to them. If he got to take the shot to get to get the game, he gonna take it. He's a great orchestrator, and that's and I feel like if Westbrook can get like that, oh man. Well, that's why that's why I don't put. Westbrook in the super superstar status because I still feel like Westbrook oh. has another level he's to go. Super, he's a superstar now. He's a superstar talent, but I feel but like I, he has I, another I, level I feel, to go. I feel where you're coming from. If, if, he if does. think about it, if his Russell IQ, his IQ could level be, needs to, could have a better IQ to, and become more yeah. of a distributor, think of where that team can go. He can and already take over a game easily. Definitely. So and I he, feel like he he's holding himself up, back. And I, he needs to hurry up and figure that out. Because, exactly. You, know, you only got the, a few more the, years The type left. of player that he is doesn't last that long in today's exactly. NBA. Exactly. With that relying on that athleticism. Yeah. And I think, you know, when KD went down that year, that helped his game out a lot. Exactly. You yeah. Know, he figured out a lot it of things. It showed him that he can be the main option on the team, the right. first option. It showed him that he can. Right. But I still think, I think this year is just a transitional year. 
for him. You think so? Learning think to so. be a leader. I and I think next year you're going to see a better Westbrook. You think I so? Think, I honestly think they're going to get rid of Billy Donovan. Maybe maybe he will be more passive next year, hopefully. I think he's going to learn his lesson this year. Because like, they're going to lose you, in the first like, round. I, I just want him to realize, like, yo, you got reliable teammates. Exactly. You don't have bums. Exactly. You got reliable teammates. Exactly. Use them. I 100% agree. <laughs> That's my biggest issue with Westbrook. Exactly. Man. I agree with you. Man. I love him, but that's so we, my issue. So we both agree on a ball dominating, ball dominating and distributing point guard is more essential to a championship, right. correct? Yeah, definitely. Okay. So I think it's more essential to have a wing player at, or wing like, player like or big man. I hate man. to say this. Like if I if I had to choose, if I was building a championship squad and I had to choose between CP3 and Russell Westbrook, I would go with CP3. Thank you. I will go with him. Okay. He'll know what to do when the time comes. Say no more. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> Still so, send D Rose overseas though. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're gonna sorry, get it. <laughs> so now we're gonna get into a crossover Not segment. A game. Oh Not man. A game. Not a I gotta game. take my sweater off. We're talking one. about practice. So as you know, the crossover segment, I will be throwing out player comparisons. You act as a GM. Tell me who you would take out of the two in their prom. These are all random. The guest doesn't know. So I'm going to get another stack for you. First up, I got Starberry, Stefan Marbury, or Damian Lillard. Ooh. Who would you choose in their prom? Oh, you heard that <laughs> response. <laughs> St- oh, Damian Lillard. Where'd 20- you come up with that one? Think about that. <laughs> Think about it. When Damian you look Lillard. At the stats. When you look at the stats, <laughs> <laughs> lo and behold, Damian Lillard, 22 points per game, four rebounds, six assists, one steal, 42% from the floor, two-time All-Star, one-time Rookie of the Year. Steph, 19 points, 7.6 assists, three rebounds, one steal, 43% from the floor. Both of them are two-time All-Star. Who you got? Dame Lillard, Dame Dollar, or Starberry? You know what? I really like Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm. He's one of my favorite players okay. right now. Um, but I'm going to go with Starberry, man. Wow, you're going to go with Starberry. Yeah, I'm going to go with Starberry. Okay. You know why? I feel like he could do everything that Dame does, but he's a better passer than Damian Lillard. Yeah. I feel like he's a better passer than Oh, him. he is. Listen, he averaged 7.6 assists. That's okay. 8 assists for his career. If you remember, he started on the T-Wolves. He still averaged mm-hmm. 20-something points per game and seven or eight assists. He couldn't coexist with, Ke- KG with KG. They could have been excellent if Marbury would keep his ego in check. Mm-hmm. Then he got sent to, I think it was, was it New Jersey after that? Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix after that. I think he was in that Toro Brandon trade. Mm-hmm. Then he went to Jersey. Went to Jersey. He got traded for Jason Kidd. Oh, no, excuse me. He got traded for Jason Kidd when he went back to the Suns. Mm-hmm. And he had that first round series. And then, then, then him, and uh, Amari. him and Amari. He was averaging 20 points yeah, throughout he, his career. Yo, man, and then he man. came to the Knicks. <sighs> and he had, he actually, one of the best tandems of Knicks history. I hope people don't kill me for this. Was the Marbury and Kurt pick and pop. Oh, yeah. He had the Marbury. <laughs> you know, we used to joke about, about that. <laughs> <laughs> Marbury Listen, and Kurt. I'm not going to lie. Marbury yo, made Kurt Thomas yo. look good. Kurt, Kurt Thomas had that little mid-range <laughs> shot that was automatic, man. You Kurt had to Thomas go, you had, had to that 15 up. to 20 footer <laughs> that he killed. That, that was when the Nick, you know, it was it was good times for New it York. It was good man, times you know? for Knicks at Even that time. Even though we still ain't getting nowhere, but it, it's better than it is now. It's just a it's before just a Knicks tape. Before Knicks tape. Before Knicks tape. <laughs> so next, I'm I'm actually gonna go Stephon Marbury as well. I don't yeah. think I said Stephon Marbury as well. So we're in agreement. Yeah, I Steph, agree with that. Stephon Marbury, I think is a much better player. Next, we're gonna go. I'm gonna go European on you. Mm. Okay, better player in their prom. Who would you take? Oh, Pau Gasol or Dirk Nowitzki? Oh man, this is easy. All right, Pau Gasol. I'm gonna give you the stats, stats for, the, for for the audience. Right. Pau Gasol, 18 points, nine boards, three assists. 1.7 blocks, 51%, two-time NBA champion, six-time All-Star, one-time rookie of the year. Dirk, 22 points, eight rebounds, two-and-a-half assists, one block, 47%, one-time champ, 
one-time finals MVP, one-time regular season MVP, 13-time All-Star, four-time All-NBA. You got Dirk or you got Powell? Man, I'm going with Mr. 30K. Ooh. (laughs) I'm going with Dirk, man. I'm going with Dirk. Dirk is vert, yo, man. Dirk I is, agree with you on Dirk. Dirk man. is a is an all time great, man. Dirk all was time. Un, is unstoppable, yo. I'm actually giving Dirk the best European player of all time. I would agree with that. I'm gonna give it to him. I would agree. with I that. I can't think of another European player better than him. Not international, European. Europe. You got uh, Drazen Petrovic. Oh, I'm giving Dirk over him. Drazen with Drazen was nasty. Dirk is a trend. I think when you think about Dirk, though, I think when you think about people, when how you know you're a bonus. Yeah, when you think about Dirk, I think he's a more transcendent, transcendent teller because now people are saying, "Oh, I want to be the next Dirk." Yeah. Oh yeah. That's how you know you became something. I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. Dirk Mm -hmm. is definitely number one. Yes. No question. But there's some there's some other great European players out there. There is. Dirk, man. Dirk was that man. I remember that time we. You, you know what? Mm-hmm. My, we were talking about it earlier. My Rockets team, one of the teams we kept running into was Dirk. Yeah. Dirk was killing us, Dirk man. Dirk was killing, T- man. T-Mac would put up 40 and Dirk would put up 50. Yeah. I'm like, this white boy, man. This dude is killing. This German dude. That one Dirk. leg. Oh, man. That's hard to guard, man. Seven foot and then he put that leg out. You can't guard that, man. Dirk got some game on him, man. Oh, Dirk. He's an all-time great, man. All-time great. All-time great. All-time he's great. got one of the best moves basketball moves in, in the NBA oh history. yeah turn around that, that fadeaway one, that one, one legged, legged. Fader, that one legged floater I mean uh, fadeaway yeah can't guard that most man. definitely so we're in agreement on Dirk yeah next no this, knock on Powell Powell was good no knock on Powell but next I got a big one for you I'm gonna go Shaquille O'Neal <sighs> or Hakeem Olajuwon Damn. two transcendent Transcended centers. Shaq, 23.7 points per game. 11 rebounds per game. Two and a half assists. Two blocks. 58% from the floor. Four-time champ. Three-time finals MVP. One-time regular season MVP. 15-time All-Star. One-time rookie of the year. Two-time scorer champ. Eight-time All-NBA. Hakeem the Dream. 21, 22 points per game, mm. one point off, same amount of rebounds for both, mm. same exact amount of of assists for both, 2.5. Wow. Hakeem is a little better in blocks, three, three, three blocks per game, a little bit better in seals, 1.7 a game, 51% from the floor, two-time champ, two-time finals MVP, one-time regular season MVP, even, 12-time all-star, Six-time All-NBA, but also two-time Defensive Player of the Year. You got Hakeem the Dream, or you got Shaquem? Shaquem. Kazam? Or you got Kazam. The or you got Aristotle. Mr. Barbecue Chicken himself. Right now, we call that Barbecue Chicken. <laughs> Who you got in their prime? Shaq, oh, man, Hakeem. Just, how you do me like this, man? That's a big one. I know who I got. This, this debate, every time this debate comes up, is hard for me, man. Extremely hard. Cause I, I like, I like what both players bring to the table. Hakeem is versatile. I love versatility, man. I just love it. Versatility is Hakeem key. Hakeem can hit you with the jump shot, the shimmy. He could, he could defend. He could rebound. But Up then, and under. But then you got Shaq, man. Shaq. The most dominant force. Shaq was just, I never One seen. One of the most dominant of his era. Yo, I never seen nobody scary like that, man. Scary. I'd be like, damn, we playing Shaq tonight? Listen, when you when you saw the Lakers on the schedule, you like, damn. You thinking about Shaq. You thinking about Shaq that night. I got to go with Shaq, man. How he disrespected. so disrespectful. (laughs) So many players in the post. Oh, my God, man. I'm sorry. This is hard, but I, I, I got to go with Shaq, man. Don't go with Shaq on this. Man. Shaq was just, yo, you know we used to, in the, back in the JVA days, we used to mess around and tear that hoop up. We, throw, we put a <laughs> little low because we couldn't dunk yet. But we put it down a little low. We like, we do that little one turnaround and try to, you know, thunder on that rim, man. Yo, Shaq was a beast. Would you say Shaq is the most dominant center of all time? He's the, 
I don't care what nobody say. He's the most dominant center of all time, man. Most dominant player of all time or only center? I would say the most dominant player, man. Oh, okay. Because, no, you know what? No, 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 I'm sorry. I would say most Jordan is the most dominant. Okay. Because you most, could not stop Jordan. Okay. Jordan going to do him regardless. Okay. So the most dominant center of all time. Yeah, he's the most dominant center. I, Even I though you got Wilt, I was doing that, but look at... But it was it was a different yeah, era. It was a different era, man. I feel like in the era of Shaq, days, Shaq was in a physical era, and players, he was just yeah. he was putting people in his lap. Players are bigger, stronger, <laughs> faster. Oh my god! Remember what he did to um? I think his name was uh Chris Dudley. Chris, oh, I'm not mistaken. Yeah. When Chris he dunked Dudley. on him, threw him off of him. <laughs> Chris off. Dudley got mad. Get and off me, you piece the- of garbage! <laughs> Get out of here! He threw the ball at him. Yo, man. Yo. But. I'm going to throw you for a loop here. Mm. I'm going to play devil's advocate. And Uh-oh. I'm actually going to choose Hakeem Olajuwon right Man, I here. Can't, I can't even argue. I'm gonna If I'm a GM, I'm choosing these two in their prom. I'm going Hakeem Olajuwon because of the simple fact that I think Hakeem Olajuwon is a much better defender. When I think about Hakeem Olajuwon... He can move his feet better. Exactly. He's a much better two-way play even though Shaq is no slouch mm. on a defensive oh, end he, he still averages slouch. two blocks mm-hmm. but he he averages two blocks Hakeem will give you three blocks a night Hakeem was one of the plays you can throw it down to is he the all-time time. leader in blocks I think so he's an all-time leader in blocks yeah. if I'm not mistaken I think Hakeem the dream he had more he had a lot more moves than Shaq yeah, I think he can step out. He can hit a little yeah. bit of a jump shot, a little mm-hmm. bit, a tad of jump shot. Handle, Shaq, outside of the paint, was a non-factor. Right, Let's be clear. He was a more overpowering player. But you can't stop Shaq from getting in the paint. That's you the thing. You can't stop him. You can't <laughs> stop him at all. Yeah. You can't stop But I think sometimes that hurt him a little bit because of, he was a little bit hard to officiate. I feel like if he didn't I, draw I, mm, a double team, that's a good point. He was a lot hard to officiate. And I think Hakeem the Dream was a more skilled player. Right. I think more, he can he's step more finesse. out. He's more finesse. I Even would though say he he's still the best get finesse. Down there, I think he was the best finesse center of all time. I agree. The best finesse center, finesse center of all time. I think, but the difference I think between Hakeem, I think you could put Hakeem Olajuwon in any era. Oh, and yeah, he that, would dominate. Oh, oh, definitely. You put Hakeem Olajuwon definitely. in today's day and age with his versatility. Hakeem might average 30 and 15 with three or four blocks tonight. Oh, yeah. But let me ask you something. Yeah. You don't think Shaq would be killing in this era? I do. Shaq would be a but standalone the difference right now in this era. The difference is, would... I think with Shaq, I think he will get called for a lot more offensive fouls. I think, yeah, he would. This day and age. I don't think they would allow him to be as aggressive. Think about Shaq was given a lot of elbows. Them, them was some hard elbows. A lot of elbows. (laughs) There was some hard elbows, boy. A lot of elbows. Them things look like they hurt through the TV. They sure did. I be feeling that pain. Exactly. So that's why I think Akeem, the dream, can be better in more eras. But you can't go wrong with either one. Can't go wrong, man. Never go wrong with either one. But if I was a GM and I see Hakeem on the table, I see Shaq on the table. Remember, also, free throw percentage. Let's take right. that into account That's as well. That's a big thing for that me. That matters in playoff time. But I'm willing to take that risk for Shaq. Okay, you can take that L yeah. because he's a much more dominant yeah. player. But Hakeem, he has no weaknesses. And, you know, Shaq would pass out of the double team. He's not going to force the yeah. issue. Yeah, Shaq could definitely. He wasn't a selfish guy. Mm-hmm. He definitely would pass. He made the others better, as he right. always says. Made the others better, but me personally, I would go Hakeem, and you would go once Shaq. Once he get that one little weakling on the on the on the block, exactly. you already know. Right now we call that barbecue chicken. <laughs> barbecue chicken. You for already that. know that's barbecue chicken, man. But that that's a that's a good one, man. Can't go wrong either way. Another day I might pick Hakeem. Another day I'm gonna exactly. go Shaq. All depends how the wind blows. That's that's a hard debate for me, man. Every time that debate comes up, that's hard for me. That's a very hard debate, man. Yeah. So that's it for our crossover. So you like those choices? I love week? those choices, man. Yeah, man. That Dirk one was easy for me, though. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that Dirk. That, that was a little easy. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm going with Dirk. Most <laughs> most definitely, man. But that was that Shaq and Hakeem, man. Wow. That was that was tough. That, that was, was tough. tough. And I also got some more in store. I got a lot of choices in the vault as I choose them, man. Uh, I'm, I'm feeling these choices, man. You making it hard. You're yeah, getting man. tough out there, man. Yeah, man. So once again, Damo. 
D, I appreciate you coming on this episode, man. Yo, man. Yo, man. What you, what you, I, I need an all-year contract. Come, <laughs> oh, on, let's, let's, come on, man. No more 10 days? I put, I put in the work. <laughs> no, stop, man. Thank, thanks can for I say, having I'll me, I'll you for, sign you up for the playoff contract. <laughs> can You're I get eligible some, for the can playoffs. I get some cash con- can I get a veteran contract you, or something? I got you. I get some you. Some cash considerations? Cons- I'm going to trade you for cash considerations. <laughs> You know, I used to joke you. about that back in the day. Yeah, man. listen, any player that get traded, for get traded for cash considerations, considerations headbutt a knife. Yo. If you're not even worth another talent, you get traded for cash. It's time to go get that it's euro. It's time to go overseas. Get them euros, man. It is time to go overseas. <laughs> so once again, I appreciate you coming on this episode, Thanks my brother. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks I'm loving lot. the show, man. This is the, this is the best show out right now, man. Appreciate that, my man. Make sure y'all subscribe to Above the Rim Podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes. Gonna be up everywhere. Share it to your friends. Share it to anybody that you know loves hoops. And we hoping, man, that's just gonna get somewhere, man. I appreciate all my guests for coming on. I appreciate all my homies for coming and giving their excellent knowledge. Put on the beat. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out for the beat too, Master Phil, man. I'm loving it. Oh, I hope y'all appreciate the instrumentals <laughs> hey, in the back it. too, man. <laughs> it's all for to make the, the audience feel comfortable, man. So that's Above the Rim Podcast, episode seven. And we are.